Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the microphone with thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. Hi, this is Tim Venable of Cornet Global. Joining me for this edition of What's Next is Sala Eckhart, Director of Transformation Services, Center for Innovation at Microsoft. She's here to talk with us about smart buildings and the power of digital twins. So thanks very much for being here, Sala. And if you would, please introduce yourself a little further. Thank you so much, Tim. And it's a pleasure to meet everyone who is in the audience today. I joined Microsoft about three years ago in our center of innovation that is part of our internal uh, global workplace services. Uh, and we manage our real estate and security operations. And it's truly a pleasure to be on the, the real estate owner side of the industry as I began my, my career as an academic researcher and then did a few years of architectural and structural engineering. And then when I moved to United States in 2015, I joined the uh, general contracting side of the industry and, and that way already built the digital building lifecycle into my own career. Okay, fantastic. Sala, as we, as we kick off here, uh, technology is transforming everything around us, and the built environment is certainly no exception. We hear a lot today about smart buildings, and I'm sure smart buildings are pretty complex, but can you simplify the concept for our listeners to give us a, a working definition? Yes. The way I define smart buildings today is that it is a combination of three different environments that all come together. So we have the, the physical environment that is the brick and mortar and everything that we see and can touch in a building. But then there is the, the social environment that is created by the end users, the tenants and people who come to the buildings to do the certain activities that, that they need to do. But then the third layer is the digital uh, environment. And that's where the industry starts to uh, enter the world of digital twins and building information models and, and everything that is the digital replica or the digital truth of our physical environment or the social environment as well. And when we are thinking about smart environments and smart places, smart buildings, all those three environments come together because then we can track how, how these different environments are actually performing and how they should be adjusted to keep the balance. Okay, great. Now, here's another question. What would you say is the value proposition of such a smart building? That's an interesting question. It really uh, ties into a, a real estate owner's investment strategy and the investment process that how do we actually plan for the capital expense, but also plan for the operational expense of the physical environment. And that way, when we are planning those expenses and looking into the total cost of ownership or the total cost, if you're not the owner of the building, but you're the tenant of the building, that becomes a, a driving factor for the design strategy and, and how we plan to develop the built environment or the social environment, building as a service, building as an infrastructure, and the end user experiences that we want to uh, create for those that use the buildings. And, and that way, put the lens of the total performance of the built environment into the game. And, and then again, look into how do we actually create the best experiences in the world with the total cost of ownership in mind. 
So again, it's uh, finding that really great balance and making the right choices. So when we are planning the buildings or planning to uh, do the revamps of existing portfolios, that we then cost engineer what we can afford, what we are willing to pay for the building, and then value engineer which are the, the optimal suppliers of different systems and, and materials and, and products into the build environment. And that way we can have that very collaborative approach with the designers and help them execute the, the design strategy that we might have. Okay, fantastic. So we hear a lot today, Masala, um, about the Internet of Things. So this Internet of Things uh, and our ability to gather and analyze tremendous amounts of data, that obviously plays a role in, in these smart buildings. So what's the current state from your perspective of, of smart buildings? How, how broadly adopted are they? And are there any differences in terms of industry sector adopting these smart buildings or maybe geographical differences? There definitely are differences. And my hunch is that in today's economy and in, in today's build environment, uh, smart places, smart buildings are a little bit of a, a retrofit project that we have a lot of legacy portfolio globally, and not only talking about Microsoft, but real estate owners and real estate overall. There's a lot of legacy portfolio that needs to be revamped to become smart buildings. Smart buildings, they are tied into the sustainability objectives that, that the different countries and nations and real estate owners have. So there is now th that type of engineering happening. But then there is also the emerging of greenfield projects and, and new build projects that are being designed to be smart environments because that way the sustainability goals and accessibility goals, security goals can be met. Everything is designed digitally and everything is simulated and analyzed digitally before the final decisions are made. So that way, when we are looking at the future of smart environments, we're going to see a lot of post-installation solutions that are great. There's already technology in the market to create those environments. But then in the future, we are probably going to see more integrated systems that are aesthetically a little bit different than what we see as the post-installed systems. Okay, great. You know, in line with all this, Masala, the term digital twin has emerged in the vocabulary of corporate real estate management. Digital twin, what, what's that all about? Well, digital twin is an interesting concept and the digital twin consortium is the authority that is globally defining what it is. But if I simplify it in my own terms, uh, digital twin is the digital truth, the digital replica of our physical environment, but also the, the social and digital environment. Uh, and that way it can actually have four different use cases on a higher level that, that if you want to use a digital twin for ideating an infrastructure that might be an already existing uh, neighborhood that needs to be revamped, you can engage the different end users and decision makers to ideate what is feasible for that area of city, for example. If there is an existing city neighborhood that needs to be revamped to be a smart city neighborhood that is also very sustainable, a digital twin can help optimize and test out different variations before the final decisions are made and before the final uh, design processes are are starting, but also a uh, digital twin can be an invention catalyst. 
And that might be that the, the digital twin is used for something that is a big greenfield project somewhere that hasn't had an existing infrastructure. So you're looking at the very high cost of developing something, but you don't really have anything. So it's a low performance environment. And that way you can use the digital twin for, for gathering data from the, the natural environment, but also from the design team the digital replica of what is about to be implemented. And that way simulate and analyze again that, that how do we actually arrive at the, the optimal decisions so that the, it's, it's taking that long-term view and end in mind view into developing something new. And then the third one is that a digital twin can be an innovation platform. So if you already have an existing portfolio that is high performance, but it might be high cost because it might be already a few decades old. So with a digital twin, you can find where you can tweak and revamp the existing portfolio to really bring it up to a, the very high performance, but really optimizing the, the total cost again. And then if you're dealing with something that is a net new building, then the digital twin can be an intelligent tool for keeping that high performance going at the optimal low cost of operations. And that way, digital twin is, is a consolidated uh, digital truth of multiple digital twins. It's not a single entity. And depending on who is the end user of a digital twin can choose which components they want to integrate into their digital twin experience. Okay, <laughs> this is intriguing. I see lots of possibilities here for uh, this uh, concept. So my next question is, Sala, are, are there examples of companies uh, or corporate real estate departments uh, possibly that have deployed digital twins to enhance the performance of their uh, built environment? I, I'm guessing uh, Microsoft might be one. Yes, so we have already been prototyping digital twins in our portfolio for a few years now. And then we have a fabulous network of customers and partners that have been developing digital twins for as long as we've been uh, collaborating on the same framework. So if, if people want to make fast searches on the internet, there are uh, examples from Brookfield, for example, that we uh, created a digital twin in collaboration with Willow. And then from our own portfolio, we collaborate with Bentley Systems to create a digital twin of one of our legacy buildings as well. So there is a lot of new projects coming up that will aim at creating a digital twin. And at the same time, the digital twin consortium is looking at the business cases and the use cases, looking into the technology integration, how we can create that interoperable and transoperable data that digital twins need to feed on. Uh, so it's a work in progress, but there are a lot of uh, good examples already out there. Fascinating. Okay. Look forward to learning more. And now, um, Sala, as we wrap up one final question, what's next for smart buildings and, and digital twins? Help us peek over the horizon to see what's next. Well, I'm hoping that next step in digital twins and, and uh, digital real estate is real estate owners looking into industry 5.0. Now the, the world has been really focused on industry 4.0, but I think that with digital twins, we can start looking into what are the possibilities that come with the industry 5.0 if we want to uh, customize the end user experiences in our buildings and, and really think about what kind of digital experiences people want and what digital experience they need 
what physical experiences we can actually replace with the digital experiences. Uh, and that way there might be a very fun experiences coming up in, in terms of combining digital twins with extended reality, augmented reality, mixed reality, even virtual reality. And that way creating something that we've never experienced before, but now the technology is ready to support. That really sounds fascinating. And I do look forward to hearing more and learning more as, as time goes along. Salma, it's been great talking with you today about this. And I'd like to, again, thank you very much for sharing these very helpful insights with Corner Global. Thank you so much, Tim. It was truly a pleasure. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.